This is the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast on the WVSA Digital Network. From the Sport Pens International Studios in Charleston, West Virginia, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. We have another great show for you today. But before we welcome our guests, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, and share our program. This helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information designed for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. With us is Lindsay Hazard, registered dietitian and owner of Cherish Nutrition in Dallas, Texas. Lindsay, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here. And we're excited to have you here. Like I mentioned before, uh, Lindsay is a registered dietitian, and uh, our soccer players right now are sort of in between seasons. Most of them are. Uh, so either, you know, we have the winter months going on when there's not as much training, there's not as much activity uh, going on on their part. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about fueling and proper fueling during these months, during the quote unquote off season. And uh, before we jump into that subject, Lindsay, one you go ahead and just tell our audience a little bit more about your qualifications and your experience. So my name is Lindsay and I am a registered dietitian. So that means that I have done all the things to become an RD. So I have my um, grad degree in clinical nutrition, did 1200 hours of interning and then passed the registration exam. Um, on the athlete side, I was a high school and collegiate cross country and track runner. And then I've done 13 marathons as an adult since, um, which really strikes my interest in nutrition and sports. Um, and then and I just have this huge love of helping other athletes use nutrition to gain a competitive advantage since it's something I wish I would have done back in back in my high school and college days. I'm also a mom. Um, I have three kids. My oldest has just started with sports. And so I feel like I can relate on the time struggles for sure and just how hard it is to feed kids even when they're teenagers. Awesome. Sounds like you have a uh, busy plate full on your end. <laughs> yes, but I love it. Awesome. Well, why don't we go ahead and dive right into our subject? We're talking about the off season for our soccer players. What would you say, Lindsay, is the most important thing that our young athletes should keep in mind when it comes to fueling during this off season period? Yeah, so in the off season, typically, that means that there is a decrease in training decrease in intensity. And so with that, we can decrease the carbohydrate intake a little bit because you're just not burning as much energy. But it is still really important to feel well because this is your body's opportunity to really recover from the season. So you want to give your body the nutrition that it needs to do so. Um, so really allowing your body to rest and heal by eating regular meals. Still, we're not skipping meals. We're making sure we're eating regularly. Maybe you're having one less snack a day, but we're still starting our day with breakfast, having lunch, having dinner, having one to two other snacks and making sure that with our plate we are still making sure they have different nutrition on them. So we still have that protein. We still have color, those fruits and vegetables, and we're still having some carbohydrates because your body does still need carbohydrates to fuel itself. Um, and this is also the perfect time. If you have a goal of gaining weight or losing weight, the off season is the ideal time to work on both of those things. I agree. Um, you mentioned before about uh, the 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 plate changing based upon what you're doing. Um, 
obviously this is a time of season where athletes look to get stronger. They're not in the weight room as much during the season. They are maybe one day a week, but now they're in there two, three times a week, maybe even more than that. Um, do they need to keep that same fueling plan while they're lifting or does it need to change a little bit? Yeah. So one thing um, to keep in mind when we are trying to build muscle mass, especially through lifting weights is really making sure we're nailing down that recovery afterwards. So getting in good protein after lifting and some carbohydrates to help immediately start that recovery process for your muscles. And this means it's really important to also continue to eat after your recovery snack so that your body continues to get the nutrients it needs to build that muscle. So making sure you're definitely meeting your protein needs since protein is the building block of your muscles, but you also need to be eating enough carbohydrates too, to help facilitate that muscle build. Excellent. Um, one thing I think that goes overlooked with our youth athletes, especially during the winter season, is hydration. Um, I think it's extremely important, especially when we're spending a lot of time indoors where things may be a little bit drier um, mm -hmm. with the heat and and we're not sweating as much as we normally would be outside. Because, I mean, I know sometimes it's hard for me to drink uh, and stay hydrated when I'm not hot. When it's cold outside, it's it's hard to stay hydrated. It's hard for me to drink water. Uh, can you give us some tips or some ideas on on the importance of hydration during the winter months? Yes, like you mentioned, it's still super important. Um, we still need to be hydrating our bodies so that we can still be performing well um, and just for overall health and wellness. Um, so what I have a lot of my athletes do is setting alarms on our trusty iPhones um, to go off to remind them to drink water because it is still really important. You still are losing fluids just through breathing. You are still sweating even when it's cold outside. I know when I go do my runs, when it's 30 or 40 degrees, my clothes are still very sweaty afterwards. So we still are losing sweat. We just don't have, like you were mentioning, that internal drive of thirst that we do when it's hot outside. Um, so making sure like every 15 to 20 minutes, you're just taking three to four big gulps of whatever fluid you have available. Um, if having flavored fluid makes you more likely to drink it, add some flavor to your water to encourage you to drink it. But soups are also super hydrating. Any like liquid foods can also help with hydration as well. And soups always, I think, seem appealing this time of year. Absolutely. And I think that goes overlooked as well. The fact that you don't necessarily have to get hydrated through water. You can right. get it through food. So mm -hmm. that's a great point. Um, speaking of foods, um, I know this is under contention, depending upon where you go on social media. Uh, <laughs> but talking about frozen fruits and canned vegetables, obviously, this time of the season, it's not a big growing period. So mm -hmm. we don't get a lot of that fresh fruit and that fresh vegetables that we can normally get during the spring, summer and fall. What are your thoughts on substituting in those frozen fruits and canned vegetables? And are they as beneficial uh, compared to fresh? Yeah, so I love this question um, because frozen fruits and frozen vegetables and canned fruits and vegetables, they're all beneficial. I'm just always happy when my athletes are including all of the things um, in their diet, but frozen fruits and vegetables in particular, they are like just as healthy, if not healthier than the fresh, their fresh counterparts. And that's because typically when the fruit or vegetable is picked, it's immediately frozen. Um, and so it's it's frozen with all of those nutrients inside of it, where the fresh, it might travel for a few days and just lose a little bit 
um, of those of those nutrients. So frozen might actually be the most nutrient dense of all of them. Um, they're easy. I love how a lot of them come in microwavable steam packs when it comes for veggies, makes it a really easy way to include it on your plate. And then frozen is also more cost-effective. So you are getting more bang for your buck there. And then with canned, um, a lot of people worry about the sodium found in canned fruits and not really fruits, canned veggies but you can always buy the low sodium variety. You can also rinse them to get rid of some of that sodium. But I really honestly don't worry about sodium for, for most athletes that I'm working with. They're sweating so much and sodium is something that you're losing in your sweat that it's not something we really need to, to regulate um, how much they're eating unless they have some other kind of health um, problem. Great. Now, Obviously, with winter, we're not seeing the sun as much as we would mm -hmm. normally do during the spring. I mean, I get I get it's really funny because I happened to mention this to my kids the other day is I'll be like, oh, yawn. And I'll be like, oh, it must be almost time for bed. I look <laughs> at the clock and it's 630 p.m. Yes. And I'm like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. Um, so it's really hard with with the sun not being out mm -hmm. there and obviously getting the sun, we get that vitamin D from the yeah. sun. Um, do athletes need to be concer concerning themselves with additional vitamins during the winter season or what are your, what are your thoughts on that? Yes. Yeah, so vitamin D for sure, because that is something that the research shows that pretty much all of us aren't getting enough of in our diets. It's a really hard nutrient to get in through food. Um, in food, it's found in like seafood, um, eggs, dairy products, mushrooms. Those are good sources. Sometimes it's fortified in juices or cereals, but most of us aren't getting enough to meet our vitamin D needs. So to, especially when we're not getting any sun, like these winter months, a lot of us just don't get it because it's not out or it's too cold. Um, so vitamin D, um, <laughs> deficiency. It is very popular around this time of year. So making sure we are supplementing with some kind of vitamin D is really helpful. And there's so many different forms. Like if you don't like taking pills, there's drops, there's all kinds of ways to, to supplement with the vitamin D. I definitely recommend talking to your doctor or a dietitian before just randomly supplementing with something just so you can know like the amounts. Um, but vitamin D deficiency can also um, increase the risk of illness. So it is something we want to make, make sure we're taking care of um, in the winter months. And there's a lot of things we want to do during the winter to help protect our immune system because sickness is just, there's more of it around um, in the winter. I know my kids have already gotten sick way more this time of year than they do during the summer. Um, so we want to make sure that we're just doing what we can to keep our immune system healthy. Sleep is super super key here. Um, nothing's going to make up for the lack of sleep, but for nutrition, you can really focus on getting in those antioxidants. Um, so vitamins A, C, and E, and those are found in lots of your fruits and vegetables, and they just help support your immune system by reducing inflammation, but we don't want to be getting these through supplementation. We really want to focus on getting in the real foods. It's just found in, it's found better, better through those foods. Um, iron's another one, especially my female athletes, we want to pay attention to because that can also impact the immune system. But the big thing to focus on in the winter months is not under fueling, because if we're under fueling, if we're under eating, then our body isn't getting what it needs. And your immune system is not going to be as strong as it would be if you were fueling your body properly. Excellent. We're talking with Lindsay Hazard, registered dietitian and owner of Cherish Nutrition in Dallas, Texas. Lindsay, before we kind of wrap things up here on the podcast, uh, if you could just give one piece of nutritional advice for our young athletes during this winter season, what would that one piece of advice be? 
Oh man, there's so many things to um, choose from. I would say continue with a regular meal and snack schedule. Make sure you're not going more than three to four hours without eating because your body, when you are a growing athlete, needs so much nutrition and you can really help yourself as an athlete by not having those big long gaps without giving your body nutrients that it needs to perform at its highest level. Excellent advice. Uh, we found uh, Lindsay online through her social media platforms, and that's how we got to know Lindsay a little bit more and invited her here on the podcast. Uh, obviously, you provide a lot of great uh, information out there. Uh, if people are interested in finding more about you or following you at your website and social media platforms, where can they go? Well, first, I want to thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, my Instagram account is at fueling.young.athletes. Um, and then on Facebook, it's under Cherish Nutrition. And then my website is cherishnutrition.net. So I feel, all of you feel free to reach out to me through DM or through my website, any of that. I'm happy to, happy to help. Awesome. Well, we appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to talk with us today. Lindsay Hazard, registered dietitian, owner of Cherish Nutrition. We appreciate you coming on the show today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for listening to today's podcast. We really appreciate it. Remember, make sure you like, subscribe, and share our program, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast. You can catch a brand new episode every Thursday morning here on the WVSA Digital Network or find us on our social media platforms at WV Soccer. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.